Down to Business with Bobby Kerr. Brought to you by Bank of Ireland on News Talk. We humans are pretty good problem solvers. We probably wouldn't have gotten to where we are now if we weren't. But this is a skill we don't fully utilise in the workplace. If so, how do we get better at doing it? Arnaud Chevalier is the Professor of Strategy and Decision Making at IMD. He's the co-author of Solvable, A Simple Solution to Complex Problems. He's with me now. Arno. good afternoon. Hi, Jonathan. Good to talk to you. I was reading recently that problem solving has been highlighted as one of the most important modern skills for any workforce, but we don't, we don't teach it. It's just, uh, it, it has to happen by a process of uh, osmosis. So what would you define problem solving as? Uh, so problem solving is something we all do every day, right? If we, if we define problem as a gap between where we are and where we want to be, you know, anything from choosing which pair of socks to wear in the morning down to deciding the strategy for your company is all problem solving. So really a broad, broad set of uh, uh, human activities defined by problem solving. In this case, we're going to talk about pro- complex problems, the sort of thing that keep you up at night. Mm. And, you know, the problem with problem solving is that we take a long time to do it because we don't want to make a mistake. We don't want to misstep. And then that becomes somewhat paralyzing. Yes. So you have, you have two big traps, right? You have the jumping to solutions trap where you just follow your guts and try to implement something quickly, trying to be less comf- uh, uncomfortable. You know, having a problem but not having a solution, that's kind of uncomfortable. So we try to, to avoid doing this. And you have the other way around where you want to absolutely make sure that you have the right solution and you keep on analyzing and analyzing some more until, until it's too late and your window of opportunity has vanished. Mm. Like most things in life, um, th- th- there are processes that you can follow that will mm-hmm. allow you to to get to the point at which you can make an informed decision. Problem solving is, is very much like that. And you say there's a three-step process that will solve any kind of problem. Talk us through it. Yeah, that's, uh, that's right. We, we call it FRED. FRED for frame, explore, decide. So framing, you're answering the question, what's my problem? exploring you answering the question how may I solve my problem and deciding you answering how should I uh, solve my problem so so really three basic questions but that help us relate first of all that sometimes the perceived problem is not the actual problem sometimes what's what's uh, attracting attention is just a symptom but not the underlying pain so framing really helps us think about, hang on, what is it really that I'm after doing? And then in exploring how may I solve my problem that we stole from design thinking, the notion of first, let's, let's give ourselves license to think of solutions beyond the obvious one to see if there's a better one. And only in the decide phase, we answer how should I solve my problems? Out of all the solutions I thought about, which one makes the most sense? One of the biggest challenges, uh, Arno, is that when you have a problem, 
it's normally not a singular one. There will be other problems. There mm-hmm. will be other dumpster fires that you're trying to work out which one um, needs to be put out first. Uh, and sometimes you can be halfway towards solving a problem and you get distracted from it. How do you mm-hmm. help isolate and identify what you need to deal with first uh, and then deal with everything else in turn? It's a, so I love the question, Jonathan, here, because spot on, right? It's, it's usually only when we're halfway through solving a complex, we realize, oh, hang on, I'm learning something new here. Maybe I need to, to come back and, and update my frame. That's why FRED is really an iterative process. It's not linear, but you might have to go through a, uh, a couple of iterations or sometimes more to get to the heart of your problem. You say that every problem has a hero, a treasure and a dragon. Now, I, lo- I-, I love the idea of there being a dragon, um, but also I like the idea of being a hero who presumably slays the dragon, possibly with the treasure. Now, I am presupposing this process. Talk us through what you mean by hero, treasure and, tre- treasure and dragon. With pleasure. So, so that we stole a page from this storytelling book. Um, you know, any good story, you have a clear protagonist. It's uh, what we call the, he- the hero. The hero might be just a person, or it might be a group of persons, but it's somebody you can pinpoint clearly. And the hero aspires to something, aspires to get a treasure. Now, if the story is any good, or if the problem is any complex, the hero just can't get to the treasure. There's an obstacle, there's a dragon. So we summarize the problem in one statement, one question, we call it a quest. And the quest is always the form, how should the hero get the treasure given the dragon? So in a way, it forces us, using these these three very simple elements, forces us to bring in all that you need to know about the problem and Mm. make it so simple that even your teenage daughter or your retired father would understand. I, I, I'm I'm loving the concept. Uh, I just have instantly visualised a business owner in their underpants uh, at three o'clock in the morning, staring at their laptop, going, "How am I going to visualise a dragon, a treasure, and a hero?" Uh, yeah. Because we we te- we tend to try and tackle these issues uh, a lot of the time at the wrong time. It's a, so right on. It, it can pop up left and right. In fact, many of the executives that come to IMD later on. Uh, would email me or my, uh, my co-author, Albrecht Stender, saying, hey, I know my dragon is in this, it's that. And yes, we usually picture them being in their underwear or, you know, looking to the fridge in the middle of the night. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's just an image. There it is. It's in everyone's head now. Um, what are some of the traps that people fall into when it comes to problem solving? Because, you know, I, I, what I always say to companies that I work with is your problem is unique to you but yes. it's probably gone, been gone through by somebody else before and they've emerged from it in one way or another. So what are the traps that people fall into that makes it feel very isolating? So, so that we asked to some of the people we work with. We asked, in fact, 700 executives. And, and typically the people who come to IMD have quite a bit of experience uh, working in businesses. The, the answer was a little surprising to us because... When we think about problem solving, obviously there's a decision that's to be uh, made at the end of the problem solving process. And we were expecting people to say, ah, in my organization, really the big trap is we're not really good at, at picking the best solution uh, possible. But in fact, the two biggest traps that executives are reporting is first, bad framing. 
they're saying constantly we 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 set on solving a problem, but turns out it's just a symptom or it's something else. We're not really focusing on where we should be focusing. And the second biggest trap is poor engagement. They don't bring in stakeholders. We hardly solve complex problems on our own. Even the problems we're solving at home, we have stakeholders in the family. You, you might be your spouse, your kids. And, and if you don't engage your stakeholders appropriately, you're going to get burned, either through mm. the strategizing, through the problem-solving process, or through the execution. Just one question on the framing before we finish up, Arno. When someone is sitting down to try and, and draw that frame, if they are the problem, if the individual is the issue and they're in denial or they're at least in denial that they have somehow got partly uh, part responsibility, is it very difficult then to follow the process if you're in denial that you are the problem? Yeah, usually we refer then to our colleagues in leadership, if that's the case. Um, but, but no, the jokes apart is, is, again, it's a great point because we are all kind of the problem. We're all biased one way or another. So it's good that we embrace it and realize, hang on, I'm just seeing the problem from my perspective. And there are very, uh, various other perspectives that might be just as valid or more valid than mine. It's just going to be really complex for me to identify my shortfall. So here, this is where, again, engaging stakeholders, engaging people who can help us see the problem from different angles and help us realize where we might shortfall. A uh, full short, mm. rather, is, uh, is uh, valuable. Okay. Arno Chevalier, Professor of Strategy and Decision Making at IMD and author of Solvable, A Simple Solution to Complex Problems. Thanks very much for joining us. Down to Business with Bobby Kerr. Brought to you by Bank of Ireland. Saturday morning at 11 on News Talk.